Hello, experiencers. This is Chris from State of Fear Podcast, and you are listening to a fourth-hand production. Radio! Radio! Welcome to the weird and mysterious world of the inhuman experience, a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained. Coming to you from the mothership directly above the uncanny valley, my name is Bobby Anthem, alias Demon Wayans, and with me as always, the original dick in a box, my partner, my ace, my fellow inhuman. Hey, hey, it's Bobby Blades, and I do love the smell of jasmine. <laughs> we gonna leave that right there what's happening oh but we have got some really good stuff today and i want to segue into it very smooth like as smoothly as possible and it kind of reminds me of uh have you ever gotten anything like maybe a genie lamp say and you've had the urge to rub the genie lamp so a gin would pop out and grant three wishes for you Ooh, I, I hear of things like that, but man, I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to uh, bring any genies around me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to rub anything. You don't want to rub any genie lamps. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I'm thinking, kind of like that, is uh, this this whole thing we're getting into today with a divic box and the the story, the history behind it. Yeah, it's a, a deeper history than I actually uh, realized. Honestly, um, I was not too familiar with these things. Um, I've, I've heard the phrase demon box thrown around before, and uh, the Divic box is a new one to me. Uh, a lot of people use them interchangeably. Maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. We're pretty much gonna uh, we're pretty much gonna explore that and, and see what this whole thing is about. Yeah, right there with you on that because this is really I've heard of the word divic before, but not divic box. And so when you had brought it up, I was like, yeah, let's do it. And you know what? This is actually kind of a good time for us to do this because we are nearing Halloween as of the time of this recording. We have kind of veered a little bit from the more spooky stuff, and it really doesn't get a whole lot uh, spookier than this. Yeah, I, I know I'm going to have nightmares tonight. You'll probably uh, be afraid to fall asleep. Yeah, I just hope I can get some sleep, man. I haven't, you know, of course, you know, I haven't been sleeping, but uh, after this, I, I might regret uh, that that wish. <laughs> that your final wish. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you say, man? You want to go ahead and open this box? Let's do this. Let's open it up. Trolls and aliens and unicorns? Oh my, indeed. Although the movies of today are great, the gems of the silver screen lay in the past. Does the comedic review and first time viewing the movies of the past sound good to you? Then yesteryear is right up your alley. Join me, James, and my co-host, Beth, as we journey through the movies that have paved the way through the years. With quick wit and hilarious banter, Yesteryear is sure to entertain. So grab your favorite movie time snack and head on over to Yesteryear. And as they say, we'll see you at the movies. I'm looking at a page that just talks about the Divic box and where it is. Okay. When you first brought it up to me, I had heard of something like it, but I never knew it was an actual thing until, yeah. until you told me. And then I looked it up and I said, oh, wow, this is... This is like an actual thing, okay. Yeah. So it's an item originally put up for sale on eBay by a man named Kevin Manis in September of 2001. Uh, sold to Losef Nitsky, who was at the time a student in Missouri. Nitsky put the item up for sale and sold it to Jason Haxton, director of the Museum of Osteopathic Medicine. Haxton wrote about his experiences with the mysterious wine cabinet in a book called The Dybbuk Box and eventually Zach Baggins purchased the box from Haxton. Uh, it's thought to be haunted. Many stories circulate about the paranormal happenings 
The most detailed account of the effects of the wine box has been given by the original seller, Kevin Manis. What is a Dybbuk? Does anybody know what a Dybbuk is? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, From what I understood, that was a uh, proper name. I thought, and of course, like I always say, I don't really do a ton of research. You know, I just take bits and pieces from the things that, you know, I, I pick up from here and there. I thought Dybbuk was the name of the original owners of the box. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. In Jewish mythology, a Dybbuk is a malicious spirit that is believed to be the lost soul of a dead person. Instead of going ah. to heaven, the soul becomes trapped in an object and it will remain there until someone helps to release the spirit. The word, that makes more sense. Okay, yeah. The word divot comes from an ancient Hebrew word meaning to cling. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> the okay. clinger, the clinger. Corporal clinger. All right, that makes a ton more sense, actually. And it also makes more sense why, and we're going to get into it, uh, people use the term divic box and demon box interchangeably. But from what you're seeing, there's one official Divic box that can't be right. I guess this is the, I don't know, is this the main one that kind of got the whole thing launched? Because I remember hearing lots of different things about different demon boxes. Yeah, see, I'm not too familiar with that, but from what I'm seeing here, it's this one is called the Divic box. So this may be like the only one in existence and maybe all the other ones are just demon boxes? Mm, I don't know. Oh, well, maybe that one is just the most well-known. Yeah, that uh, could be too. Yeah, because from what I understand and from what I know about demon boxes in general is that they all basically do the same thing. They, they kind of trap an evil spirit, a demon or a divic. Hmm. Yeah, in the photograph I'm looking at, this looks to be really, really old. It's mm-hmm. got a, it's got like a tablet, kind of a stone tablet kind of thing with some Hebrew writing on it and a, mm-hmm. uh, a chalice and an oil lamp in the background. So I don't know, maybe this thing is legit, like really old school. Yeah, uh, I've also heard that like basically everybody who has had possession of that particular divic box has had some serious bad luck. Uh, I don't know how you feel about curses. I don't know how I feel about curses. Uh, but it's, it's something that I wouldn't want. It's an, it's an energy that I wouldn't want oh, around definitely. me. No, you don't want that kind of negativity. Yeah. Um, I've heard about cursed objects. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I feel about it, whether it be true or not, but I, I've heard a lot of stories about it in some were like in the form of really good horror movies and others were <laughs> not so good you know? yeah um i mean there's there's things to be said about karma i definitely believe that energy does sort of linger like i sent uh as of the time of this recording i sent you and our boy jay from conspiracy cafe and in human cafe oh, i sent you guys a a video um about a bunch of mummies that were recently found, like 59 mummies, uh, <laughs> new mummies that were found, and um, st- like statues of different gods and things like that. And the text that I sent along with you is just, man, there's gonna be so many curses, man. Like, why would you wanna mess with that energy, you know? Yeah. But they're all, they're super excited about, oh man, we're gonna excavate all of this shit, man. We're gonna. We're going to dig up all of these mummies. And I'm like, man, that's a lot of like, whether you believe in curses or not, the, I, I do believe that energy sticks yeah. like that. I, and that, that's a lot of energy of a lot of some, some very, very old souls. Yeah, that's true. And this is the best part where we cue in the merciful fate music. And it's like curse of the pharaohs. <laughs> Speaking of of the old souls and everything, man, I really, I don't think those bodies should be excavated. I think it should be left alone. 
Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's historically it's cool. I do feel like there's a lot that can be learned from it. Honestly, I really do, man. But another way to look at it is, no matter how old it is, that's still a grave site. Yeah, you know, it's it still meant something to those people who were buried. You know that that was that was their way. You know, it was all done ritualistically, and there's at least fifty nine of them, and that was a grave site. And they're like, oh, we gonna dig it up, we gonna dig it all up. <laughs> Let's yeah. unwrap some of these motherfuckers. Right. You know? No, I don't think that's cool. I mean, how would you feel uh, in like 2,000 years from now and they start excavating like graveyards where you're buried or your family's buried? It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how I feel about it, you know? I mean, I really do, though. I really do believe that there is probably a lot that can be learned from that site. It is it's very exciting. So, I mean, I don't know, man. It's kind of difficult to really know what you should do. I wouldn't feel okay doing it, but... Yeah. How about you uh, treat it like a store where you just visit and you don't touch anything? You don't you don't fuck with anything? You just yeah. kind of look at it and say, wow, this is, you know, the this is a snapshot of a bygone era. This is how they treated their dead. This is, right. this is where they buried people, that kind of thing. Right, but unfortunately, I think they already started removing stuff and putting things in museums and studying things. You know, they, they, it's already been disturbed. Humans. So, <laughs> fucking humans. So that's where we are with that. But I don't know, man. I guess... So the, the whole point is, I believe that energy is a thing. Uh, I believe energy sticks around. It's real... Uh, there are different things like this, like positive energy can can be spread just like negative energy. And with the Divic box, uh, maybe it does house some negative energy. I've, I've seen things on YouTube looking into some of this stuff. And of course, it's YouTube. A lot of the stuff is fake. A lot of these people um, are very good at what they do as far as uh, just making videos for entertainment. But a lot of these videos are very well done, man. They look pretty convincing uh, with their reactions to opening up some of these boxes. Hmm. Uh, and it's kind of creepy. Like there's some old boxes. You can check it. Just just search search YouTube for Divic Box opening and you're going to find a whole bunch of videos. Uh, like they're sealed up with wax and everything. And almost as soon as they open the box, something strange happens like a picture will fall off the wall the lights will go out there'll be a noise from another room like immediately upon open okay. and like i said i don't believe all of this stuff i, I mean I, I don't know if any of it can be believed but they're pretty convincing i don't know man i mean if, if nothing else it's entertaining and interesting uh the, the story of this particular divic box that you're looking at which Again, I guess it's the main one that got all of this stuff sparked. Yeah. There has been a lot of negative things happening uh, for, for each person who had it in their possession. Yeah, and that's a great segue into uh, what I wanted to get into of uh, the, the, the story of the man who bought it, Kevin Manis. Mm -hmm. uh, so he bought the cabinet for, at an estate sale from a woman originally from Poland who had died at the age of 103. The granddaughter of the deceased was insistent that Kevin take the item after he purchased it and offered to give it back to her because he figured it had deep sentimental value. The granddaughter told him that the grandmother kept it stashed away and would not let anyone open it. He took the item to his furniture refinishing shop and put it in the basement. One day he left the shop and went on an errand. He soon got a call from his frantic salesperson that someone was in the shop swearing and smashing things. Manus returned to the shop to find the lights in the basement broken and the room filled with the stench of cat urine. The employee left and never came back. Yeah, man. Cat piss <laughs> will run you off, I'm telling you. There's almost nothing stronger than cat piss. Oh, man, that's ammonia. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty goddamn crazy, man. You hear swearing and breaking, and then you go back, and there's like cat piss everywhere, and right, like mysterious lights. cat piss. <laughs> it's like we don't have any cats hanging out down here. Demons pee cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, this this particular demon pees out ammonia. I actually did hear that story though. Oh, um, you did. Okay, this is my first time 
looking into anything like this. So then, and then it transferred to other people. Now, I, I don't remember everything about it, but I know that it was in the possession of more than just those people, I guess, right? Like it, it traded hands a few times. Yep. Wow. There's a couple other stories of while wow, this guy Kevin had the box. I don't know if you want to get into that or if you want to go to the next buyer. What else happened with Kevin? We'll, we'll see, you know, just a couple of quick things and then we'll see what else happened. Okay. So when Kevin started working on the box, he decided not to refinish it and instead cleaned it. He was getting it ready to give to his mother as a birthday gift. His mom came to the shop so the two could go out for lunch, at which point he gave her the box. And when he left briefly to make a phone call, an employee came to him saying some something was wrong with his mother. He returned to his mom and found her sitting in a chair, expressionless, crying, and totally unresponsive. She was rushed to the hospital, and it turned out she had a stroke and had lost her ability to speak for a time. During this time, she could only speak using a spell board on which she would point to the letters to spell out words. When he asked her how she was doing, she spelled out, no gift. When he said he'd given her a gift, she emphasized, hate gift. He then <laughs> gave the box to his sister. She kept it for a week and gave it back to him. He gave it to his brother and his brother's wife, who kept it for three days, and then they returned it. The brother said, it smelled like jasmine flowers, and his wife said it smelled of cat urine. <laughs> <That's kind> of, <laughs> one man's jasmine is another one's cat urine. <laughs> uh, so he then gave it to his girlfriend, who asked him to sell it for her. He sold it to a middle-aged couple, and three days later they found the box sitting in front of his shop with a note saying, this has bad darkness. <laughs> Jesus. Why is this dude not getting the hint? Nobody wants your box. Yeah, the gift you can't give. <laughs> All right, so Kevin took it home. When he had the box at home, he started to have nightmares in which he was walking with a good friend. And when he looked into the friend's eyes, he saw something evil looking back. The friend turned into a gruesome demonic hag that proceeded to beat him. He'd awake with bruises and marks on his body. Shit, I've been there. When his sister, brother, and his brother's wife came to stay the night, all of them had the same dream. It turns out Kevin's girlfriend had the same dream when she had the box. Man. I was going to say, it turns out Kevin's girlfriend was beating the shit out of him. <laughs> she, was, she was doing a Freddy Krueger on him. <laughs> right. Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> I'm your boyfriend now, bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Manus also began seeing a shadow creature in the home, as did visitors. He put the box in a storage unit outside and was soon alerted by the smoke alarm in the unit. When he investigated, there was no smoke, but there was the smell of cat urine, which at that always point with the cat also painted the house. I swear, there's like the ghost of a cat living in that box. <laughs> that's, uh, I think that's Schrodinger's cat inside the box. Yes, the, ooh, man. I think you're on to something, man. <laughs> There's nothing demonic about it. It all comes back to science. The cat is not dead or alive. It's a demon it's that pees in box. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, he took it to his house and began searching the internet for information about the box. He fell asleep and had the same nightmare, woke at 4.30, to the feeling of someone breathing on his neck and the smell of jasmine flowers. He again saw the shadow figure lurking down the hall. Ooh, okay. Fuck, man, I'm sorry, dude. That's terrifying, man. That, that's like a horror movie where it's like, the black guy always dies first. I know this part. Well, <laughs> the first time you notice something a little bit off or if uh, you try to give the box away and three days later it comes back to your house. Right. You do some shit about that, man. Go clean your house. <laughs> right. You do some smudging or something. I don't know. Smudge? Hell yes, man. Just load up the whole house with sage and set that shit on fire. <laughs> put it in the, put it, it directly fire. in the box. <laughs> and stop giving that box to your loved ones, man. I That's know. just not an okay thing to do. Oh man, like especially after um, he gave it to the two other people before before he gave it to his mom. I think. Or did he give it to his mom first? Oh, I gotta look back on that. Right, I, my memory is so bad. I don't. I think he gave it to. Oh, I oh, yeah, my he, memory's so bad. All right, the first one, he gave it to his mom. So, like, right after his mom had the stroke and she's telling him 
hate gift, bad gift. Yeah. It's like she had right. a stroke and he's still passing it off to people. Mm-hmm. Shit. So hate gift. Hate gift. Yeah, the gift of hate. Right. No gift. Cat piss. Like you saying what you can. <laughs> and then the next person who gets it writes Schrodinger on there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Demons, Jasmine and Cat Piss. Demon piss. <laughs> hate gift. Oh. Stroke box. <laughs> All right, so at this point in the timeline, he finally decides to put the item on eBay, hoping someone knew more about the paranormal would take it off his hands and know what to do with it. Kevin is kind of coming across a lot like an asshole to me because he's still pushing this thing (laughs) off on the people. He's like, here, let me give this to you. Uh, So, yes, in 2003, he sold it to the University of Missouri student named Losif Nitsky, and I hope I got that name right. Uh, but if I didn't, you know, email me and send it to Bobby Anthem. Yeah, tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Nitsky bought it, had it for eight months, and then put it on eBay after eight months. Uh, he and his roommate suffered insomnia and illnesses in the presence of the dreaded item. He sold it for $280 to Jason Haxton, who heard about it from a student who was also one of Nitsky's roommates. I don't know, should we go to a break before we get into Jason Haxton and the Dybbuk box? We'll do that and we'll come back for more because, dude, I'm, I'm all into this box. You're in the box. That's what she said. That's what she said. She definitely said that. Say, I'm disturbed. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of mysteries, conspiracies, the unusual and the unexplained. Do we have a laser thermometer to figure out if Admiral Byrd is here? I'm pointing the laser at the wall now. 71.1. 71.2. Admiral Byrd is here. With John, Brent, and Conspiracy Bot. You're all idiots. Yeah. Join them each week as they clarify conspiracies. I'm a Stuart Swerdlow, I promise. I am human and I do human things. <laughs> Explore enigmas. It's all about ley lines, and you'd understand that if I could explain it to you. And probe the paranormal. Hysteria 51 is a hilarious expedition into the eccentric. Stop on my joke. I Thank will when you. they're good. Tune in each week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, the truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Stay woke, meet sex. Alright, and we're back, and we're going to get into Jason Haxton and his experience with the Divic Box. So, Haxton claims to have experienced paranormal activity in the presence of the box. Um, He also states that it has an anti-aging effect on him. That's (laughs) different. (laughs) Yeah. Is... Like, did it turn him into a vampire or something? It seems to be doing him a favor. Fucking around everybody else, making him smell cat piss, giving him strokes. strokes. (laughs) Uh, He claims that he experienced welts and hives when he first had the box. Um, And he even experienced coughing up blood and... Okay, what the fuck? Okay, so there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's not doing him too many favors. Right. Not that... I mean, anti-aging is one thing, but then you're coughing up blood and getting welts and hives and shit like that. Right. It's, yeah, the good news is you're living longer. The bad news is you're living longer, coughing up blood. And... Smelling cat piss. Right. All right. Now, this is weird. He said that touching it almost puts it into a liquid state. He relates that while he's had the box, he's seen strange lights and shadows. So either he's on acid when he was touching the box... Or the box can go from a solid to a liquid. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was gonna make a I was gonna make a joke about me being able to make the box wet when I touch it, but I'm not. <laughs> well, you I'm already just, did. You just did. No, no, man. This, you know, I have tact and cooth. <laughs> That's not what this show is about. Never was about. <laughs> That's what that. I'm about. That's what I'm about. I'm too decent a person. <laughs> For that. He's a good boy. For that brand of shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> Shannon. Shannon Doherty. <laughs> Shannon Doherty. There we go. We got there. 
Um, real quick though, because we're spending a lot of time on this, and I really do want to dive more into this box. Bam. Um, but um, who else has this box been in the possession of? Um, well, this guy, this is the last person that had it, and then uh, Zach Baggins acquired the box, and you know, he, apparently he opened it up in July of 2020. Oh, okay, super recent. The year Pandora's box was opened this year. What That's the hell are we cheap. doing, man? This is not the year for that. No, 2020 <laughs> is not the year. <laughs> For this type of shit, people. Oh man! Now, if he had opened it prior to um, prior to coronavirus, I would say that because he had opened the box and you know gave the world corona, but right. that That's didn't what happen. That's what was in the box. Yeah. Corona and cat piss. Corona Ooh. and cat piss. Yeah. So now, I had mentioned I can't remember if it was during this recording or before, but it doesn't matter. Um, there are lots of other boxes. You can see them all over. I did mention it. You can see them all over YouTube. Uh, a whole bunch of them. They're all basically the same. But there was a different thing that I heard a while back. And I'm probably going to get this wrong. I know that there are people who know way more about this stuff than I do. But tell me if this sounds familiar to you. Have you ever heard you're basically creating a portal for demons by making a box with the inside that's completely covered with mirrors. Have you heard anything about that? Oh, a mirror box. Yeah. There was actually, I'm not too familiar with it, but I've seen a movie and I've seen a room that was comprised of mirrors and it was so that a person could communicate with themselves either on the astral plane or something to that effect, or contact the spirit world, I think it was. Hmm. But yeah, there was some okay. shit to do with like mirror boxes and rooms that were mirrors. They were supposedly portals. Not to hell, but I don't know, to like other dimensions or to the spirit world. Okay. All right, well, that's similar to what I remember hearing. Because I remember hearing that that's basically how you not necessarily trap a demon, but you can uh, basically conjure demons. Oh, really? Oh, hey, yeah. speaking of... Um, trapping demons in mirrors. Uh, do you remember seeing Constantine when he, when that girl was possessed and he trapped a demon in a mirror and then threw it out the window? Oh, I didn't see Constantine, but that actually sounds pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah, that, that was funny. Because it was like, he was doing the prayer over the girl and then they had a mirror and then he moved and the demon was looking at itself in the mirror and then he mm. was, and then he gave him the finger and then the mirror <laughs> out the window and the demon's trying to break out of the mirror. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just, that brought up that memory of like when Constantine trapped the demon in the mirror. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know why I've never seen Constantine. I just never, I don't know, man. It's not like I was against it. I just never got around to it. Keanu Reeves, that man is a national treasure. Right? I agree, man. You can't dislike that guy. <laughs> no, you can't. So, um, real quick though, the Divic box. I don't know how I totally feel about it. Uh, it's nothing that I personally would mess around with. No, I, it's just not for me, man. That's, I just don't want that kind of energy in my life, man. How about you? Man? What, what would you? What would you do if you had the box in your possession? All right, let's say you were the first one to get the box. Would you have opened? Oh fuck no! Okay, you know how you know how superstitious I am, yeah. uh, and I believe in you know different kinds of energies, and I just wouldn't fuck with it because yeah. if it first of all, if you've got it and you're both of us are pretty sensitive to the energies yeah. around us, and mm -hmm. so I'm thinking that as soon as we got it, we would be able to feel some kind of raunchy, nasty energy. Yeah. emanating from this thing and we're like I don't want this thing around me yeah. and so that's exactly what I would be thinking and I would get rid of it as soon as possible yeah I'm, I'm with you there man um, if I would have received that box uh, earlier on because I wasn't familiar with it at all you know 
Uh, I've never heard the, the, the term Divic box. I've heard Demon box, and I don't know if I would have made that connection when I initially got it. So if I got it, I probably would have gone ahead and opened it and then looked into what it was. And I would probably be tortured for the rest of my life. Like even, even if it's not real, like let's say that there's no such thing as demons or negative energy being attached to anything. Let's say that none of that is real. If I would have had the thing and opened it and looked into the whole history of it, I would have cursed myself because I would have been walking around feeling so negative about everything that basically like the placebo effect, yeah. it would, I, I would have made it real upon myself. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fulfilling prophecy right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and, and still, that's just an energy that I don't want in my life, man. You know, I, I, uh, I've said it before, my daughter, my oldest daughter, you know, she's been, uh, she's been sensitive to a lot of things for her entire life, you know, as far as spirits and different things like that. And, and I feel like I brought a lot of that with me uh, when I used to, when I lived in the cemetery, um, because I, I experienced a lot of stuff after that. I, I experienced a lot of stuff in the cemetery, a lot of stuff after that. And a lot of the people around me, uh, they've experienced things. And the common denominator is me, <laughs> you know? So I feel like I would just make it worse if I brought the energy of the Divic box along with it. Yeah, even if it's not real. Yeah. And like when you, I wanted to bring up the YouTube videos that you talked about. Maybe they had gotten it from, like they got the idea from like Zach Baggins who was going to open it up and so people started creating these elaborate boxes and yeah. saying you know we're going to we're going to see what uh what kind of spirits or evil is lurking within these divic boxes and so then they would kind of like a performance art they would make shit happen and because I know YouTube it used to do a lot of things like that where mm -hmm. one person did something and then all the other people followed suit and it, it yeah. was the same way with the pranks and everything. Yeah. Or seeing Slenderman. Like, I remember seeing a lot of YouTube videos where they're like, oh, we caught Slenderman on camera. And, you know, they're just doing all kinds of crazy shit. But it was basically like watching a very short film. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, though. You are absolutely right. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of copycats on YouTube. Uh, a lot of the videos, like I said, are very well put together. Uh, the performances are fairly impressive, convincing enough, but there's no way you can believe all of it. And plus, the, the people on YouTube who have these boxes, and this part is a fact, there are people selling Divic boxes, selling what they are calling Divic boxes and Demon boxes on eBay and uh, you know Amazon. Like You can go online right now and you can buy yourself a Divic box. I wouldn't recommend doing it um, for for any reason, because you know, like, say that it's real. Why the hell do you want a demon? It's yeah. not going to bring you good luck. And, <laughs> you want a pet demon? Uh, yeah, pet demon, man. I, I think probably not. You probably can't housebreak a demon. Um, obviously, there'll be cat cats everywhere, yeah. everywhere, everywhere. And let's say Broken that it's shit. let's say that it's fake. Why do you want a fake demon box? Why? Oh, get so this just, though. Like, just thinking about it, like whoever's creating these boxes they're mm -hmm. creating it with intent and they're naming it so it's like divic, divic box and demon box so what you're actually getting is something created with the intent of a demon or a spirit something um you're actually creating uh you're willing it into existence almost i want to say yeah i hadn't thought of that man you're absolutely right about that that's like, like i did say i believe that energy is a thing you know, maybe that makes me sound like some type of a new age hippie. I don't know, but you're absolutely right, man. They're they're bringing that type of energy into the world, so it's just not a good thing, man. That's my opinion. Yeah, I'm I'm with you right there, man. Yeah. Don't don't want that kind of thing. I don't think it's cool. I I really don't want to have a pet demon. So no, <laughs> no, man. I'm not cleaning up any cat piss. I, I've got two cats, so we don't need any more cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool, man. So um, 
there's so much there's probably a lot more that we can get into with this i don't know i feel like we covered a decent amount on the divic box and demon box the history and uh how we feel about it uh obviously there's a lot that we don't know we're coming into this pretty fresh so i know i know that there's some of you out there who know a lot more than we do i'm interested in knowing if you have any any type of experience with a demon box or what is called a divic box if you do if you own one if you bought one on ebay if you know somebody who bought one uh let us know hit us up man i'm, I'm interested in knowing this absolutely don't send anything to us but you can definitely hit us up and tell us your stories if i get mailed it smells like cat piss i will be extremely upset or if it smells like jasmine don't forget that because first comes the jasmine and then comes the catfish. And then comes and then comes the stroke. <laughs> and then comes the stroke. <laughs> yeah, the, the, at our age we don't need that kind of thing. <laughs> but you can hit us up at Inhuman Experience Podcast19 at gmail.com or go to our Facebook page, which is uh, you know, go to Facebook and then look up Inhuman Experience Podcast. Or hit us up on Twitter. We've got a new Twitter page. It's at Inhuman Cafe. Which is, I guess it's kind of the thing. Um, it's both for Inhuman Cafe and Inhuman Experience because I'm lazy and I don't want to open up too many Twitter accounts. <laughs> or Divic Boxes. <laughs> or Divic Boxes, yeah. You don't know, don't want to open that Pandora's box. Or Twitter accounts. Yeah. Thank you for contacting Inhuman Resources. A Q&A segment where you can have your cues aid by these two jackasses, at least to the best of their limited abilities. Feel free to ask any question at all from how to make a peanut butter sandwich to how can I get my hot co-worker to notice me to how do manatees procreate any question at all. Just contact at IEXP underscore podcast on Twitter with the hashtag Inhuman Resources or email Inhuman Experience Podcast 19 at gmail.com with Inhuman Resources in the subject line. And we'll see what we can do about bringing you that much closer to enlightenment. Now transferring you over to the Inhumans. This question comes in from Steve, and he wants to know if we are going trick-or-treating this year. And what will we be dressed as? You'll be dressed as Iron Face. I'll be dressed vocally as Iron Face. Physically, <laughs> I'm going to be the same thing I am every year, which is Busta Rhymes in the 90s, or Lennox Lewis, or LeJohn Witherspoon, or <laughs> or, uh, or uh, Mitchell. the guy who plays Screwface, uh, Basil Wallace. The guy who plays Screwface. I'm Screwface. <laughs> I'm Screwface. my brother. Man. Now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm not dressing up as anything special. I don't do stuff like that unless, um, you know, unless I get a, a, a nice young lady with me who's interested in doing the same thing. And then you yeah. guys are going to do some role play. <laughs> yeah. Some live action role nah. play. Y'all are going to be LARPers. <laughs> we we gonna LARP all night, but I don't I don't get involved in stuff like that, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I'm not a big. I'm not big into celebrating and doing stuff like that. Honestly, man. Maybe I'm kind of a curmudgeon or whatever you want to call me, but I just don't do that stuff, man. Maybe Halloween has never been a, a big cum sponge. Thing. I'm maybe you can call me a cum sponge, <laughs> but. Uh, I, I just I don't know, man. I've never I'm not real big on celebrating and stuff like that. I never really have been, you know. Even when I was a kid, I didn't do the trick or treating thing. Um, as an adult, I don't do the whole thing with passing out candy. I don't even like having people come to my house on a regular day. So I especially don't want little monsters coming to my house, and especially passing COVID door to door. I don't want that. I don't <laughs> yeah, even. yeah. I hope nobody does actually do that. I hope they you know, obey the, it's not a law, but they obey the thing that's put into place that says, hey, you know, be smart. Don't go doing this dumb shit just because you want to do what you want to do. You know, there's a, there's a real epidemic going on. Yeah, but I don't know, man. People just don't operate like that, but whatever. I, I don't, I'm not going to wish doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. I, I hope, I hope for the best. I hope things go better than I see things going. 
but it, it just doesn't look good to me personally. Now, I'm not going to get dressed up. I mean, I did. I have masks and shit. Maybe I'll take like photographs of me wearing a certain mask or something. And that's going to be about it. But Halloween is more of a internal celebration for me. I do like this time of year, um, especially when I was into different religions, observing the observing the less Halloweeny parts of the holiday, I guess I want to say. Yeah. So that's what I'll be doing. Uh, I'll be opening some uh, boxes and shit. Yeah. I, I would maybe try to open up some boxes. Um, you know, no, on a normal year that's not 2020, I, I might go out and try to bag some single moms who are taking their kids <laughs> trick or treating. Or because I'm wearing a mask. You know what? Maybe I, I, I would probably be wearing a mask, which is probably still just as creepy. Um, but I don't. I don't know, man. On a normal year, sure, maybe. Now, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Be safe. Don't don't let your kids cough or touch each other and that kind of shit. <laughs> or open boxes. Yeah, don't open boxes. Don't open any boxes this year. I don't care if it's a cardboard box. Don't open it. I don't know. We don't know. It's full of uh, full of unwrapped candy and cat piss. <laughs> you know what? Get a cardboard box and write Dybbuk on it, and then you'll have your Dybbuk box, and you know he'll be all set. Right, just set out, just set a box on your porch and write Dybbuk on it. Yeah, with oh, a yeah. fucking sharpie. And make sure your cat pees on it. Yes, get lots of cats to pee on it. Get all the uh, neighborhood cats on to pee. All the neighborhood cats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we got there. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, the answer you're gonna get. I hope we answer that because I know we did trail off into a couple other things, but that's what we're prone to do. So, fuck it. I don't. Yeah. It may be good advice. It's probably not. But if you have a question, we like questions. So please send them in, man. Uh, where can they hit us up? Well, they can hit us up on our new Twitter. It's uh, fresh and clean and sparkly, but shiny, but not like a Twilight vampire. It's more like a, more like a metallic car. Um, but yeah, I'll get to it I'm at Inhuman Cafe. That's our new Twitter. And you can put the hashtag Inhuman Resources in. Where else can they find us, Bobby? Email at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com with Inhuman Resources in the subject line. Yeah, leave the mouth guns at home. And don't touch that box. Don't touch that box, yeah. And if you're feeling really froggy and you, you like to use Facebook a lot, like I said before, just go to Facebook, search Inhuman Experience Podcast, and, you know, leave us something on the page. Good enough. Confirmed sighting. The several videos they're talking about were recorded years ago. Footage of the sightings declassified by the military. See, see, see right there. You see it? You catch it? See what? Confirmed sighting. Sensors locking in on the target. We saw a disturbance in the water. Confirmed sighting. I mean, I could talk about the ending to Lovecraft Country. (laughs) (coughs) 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 Shit. (coughs) Okay, well, I'm not coughing up blood, so that's good. (laughs) All right. You smell cat piss. Nope, I do not. (laughs) Is, the, uh, is your left side tingling? Do you taste <laughs> copper? <laughs> Man, every time I have a panic attack, I taste copper. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> you may have a demon. <laughs> <laughs> you may have a Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how I can talk about the end of Lovecraft Country without sounding racist. Because oh, shit. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was pretty foolish how um, at the end, they're... The, the chick, uh, Jussie Smollett's sister, mm-hmm. she's like, she to the white lady, the, the white magician or whatever the fuck she was. The white lady, okay? <laughs> she was like, why can't, why can't I use my powers? She's like, I took it all, bitch. And she's like, not just from you, but from all white people. Magic belongs to us now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why white people can't do magic anymore. 
from all white people. <laughs> and, yo, that's how that's how it ended, right there. Wow, I feel like that was kind of a uh, posthumous slap at Lovecraft because he was very, very racist. Yeah. I feel like that's what that was. <laughs> it might be. But I mean, it the way that it just happened, it was like, wow, they went there. Right. Damn, They, they went Wowzers. all the way. They went balls deep. <laughs> Let's go ahead and incite a fucking race war. <laughs> yes. Show. Oh, Holy shit. Fuck. That's wild. It is. Now, you, you really <laughs> should watch that because there are a lot of parts that are really good. Yeah. You don't remember her from, uh, well, I don't know if you ever really even watched um, Full House. Did you used to watch Full House? Yeah, but I don't remember her. She was Michelle's best friend when they were in, like, kindergarten. Uh, dude, I barely remember uh, Punky Brewster and who played who on there, except for Soleil Moonfry. Soleil Moonfry. But I don't, nope. I, I can't remember her friend's name, and I used to have a crush on her best friend. Punky Brewster's best friend? Yeah. Cherry? Yes. Thank you. Cherry Johnson? The chick who went on to play Maxine on Family Matters? I know so much about 80 sitcoms. <laughs> yeah, see, I forget a lot about all that stuff. So on the show, her <laughs> name was Cherry Johnson. In mm -hmm. real life, her name is Cherry fucking Johnson. She played the character, her real fucking name. I don't oh, wow. think she was even an actor. And I believe her grandmother on the show was her grandmother in real life. They were from Pittsburgh. That's meta, dude. Right? She basically played herself. <laughs> <laughs> she probably wasn't much of an actress, so she played herself. Yeah, it's not, not hard to play yourself. Right. <laughs> I do it all the time. Played yourself. <laughs> she, um... Yeah, yeah. Cherry Johnson. Speaking huh. of playing yourself as a character, um, what's going on with Iron Iron Face. I was gonna say Iron, Iron Head. I was like, no. Iron You're not face. the only one. You're not the only one, man. I've had I've had like three or four people say, "Hey, what's the pro what's the progress with Iron Head?" <laughs> <laughs> Iron Face. <laughs> face. Yeah. Have you done any voice work for it? No, no. That's 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 gonna take some time. Okay. You know, because there's other stuff. the The Kickstarter is going on through Halloween. Oh, it so, is. Okay. The, yeah, I mean, even though they've surpassed their goal, I haven't checked the status of it yet. Um, but I'm sure they have well surpassed their goal. Yeah, I haven't uh, checked on it in a while, but I'm sure they have. Yeah, so um, I don't know. My part is not going to come up anytime soon. It'll, it'll take a little bit before they get to me. Okay. Yeah, and I haven't checked in on what the status is yet but it's definitely happening for sure because there's clearly there's interest in it the money is there mm -hmm. uh the people are excited about it so it's happening but you know it's not it's not something that i'm gonna be working on like super soon it, it, i don't know I, I, I hate to even guess or speculate i don't really know the, the time for me. okay we just know that you're going to be voicing the main character which is cool as hell I am Iron Face. <laughs> I am Iron Face. <laughs> Bobby's lost his mind. Can he see or is he blind? We already know that. <laughs> I like that. You came up with that on the fly, huh? Not really. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you just went off the top of the dome with that shit. Nah, that's been there for years. <laughs> yeah, man, you're gonna be in the Mount Rushmore of voice actors, uh, right along, right next to Keith David, man. <laughs> yeah, man. The infamous <laughs> voice of Spawn. Did Keith David Keith David voice Spawn? Yeah. I didn't know that. And uh, in the Mortal Kombat video game, Mortal Kombat 11, he plays the he's the voice actor for Spawn as well. Oh man, I did not know that at all. Yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. So I guess this was an impromptu uh, confirmed sighting where we just talked a bunch of different shit. 
<laughs> oh, is that what we're doing? I don't know. I think it just kind of flowed, so we might as well save it because it's pretty good. Okay, cool. So that's uh, confirmed sighting. All mishmashed together. All right, so we're closing the box on this one. Closing the box and it smells like cat piss. We're closing the cat piss box on this one, man. That but must be an we, interesting we gotta... smell, cat piss and jasmine. <laughs> cat piss and jasmine and demons. So uh, <laughs> I don't want to have too many more nightmares, man. Yeah. So I, I do want to thank everybody for checking this out. This was actually I, – I was glad to get into this one. We don't – we don't really tell linear stories too often on this show, so it actually yeah. kind of felt good to tell an actual linear story. And hey, this was fun. This was a this was a blast. Yeah, man. And we're gonna bring uh, more of this type to you uh, in the very near future. But until then, uh, you should go ahead and contact us. Yes, I really think you should contact us uh, just to say hi, tell us what you think of the show. Um, hey, leave us a five-star review. You know, you go on, uh, go on Podchaser, leave us a five-star there. Go on Apple Music, leave us a five-star. Um, if you want to go on Facebook, visit our Facebook page, and you can leave a five-star there. We will absolutely read it on the show. Tell us what mm-hmm. we can improve. Uh, just don't tell us that we suck, because that'll hurt our feelings a little bit. Yeah, we're sensitive, man. Yeah, we're, we're sensitive like that. We're a couple of snowflakes. Right. Um, But yeah, I really think you guys should check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash inhumanexpodcast. We're going to have a lot of new shows up there for you. A lot of exclusive material that you're not able to find on the regular feed. And I might just start putting ad-free versions of the shows up on there. It's a good idea. Yeah. 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 Also, if you want to check me out, if you haven't had enough of me for whatever strange reason, you can always find me on Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, You can also find me on Planet Raconteur. You can find us on Inhuman Cafe. And I have a new venture that I started with my boy, Anthony. Uh, I am Anthem. He is Anthony. So, of course, we're calling it the anthology. So got that going. Yeah. When is that coming out? Uh, it is coming soon. Oh, very soon. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, gonna leave it there, man. But yeah, appreciate everybody checking us out. Thank you so much. Uh, it, it really does mean a lot to us. Absolutely. We will see you next week. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.